Main chick versus side bitch. Chapter 29, Orlando. Make her take this with her. Kiara was screaming at the top of her lungs as a bunch of security guards stormed out of her office. Baby, what's going on? I watched the chick they were escorting out. Little bad, shorty. She reminded me of one of the chicks I see at the club. It's a long story, baby. Kiara said, as she watched security damn near carry this chick away. She looked angry enough to kill. This story had to be real long. Well, come on, you gotta calm down. I kissed her, but her eyes were still following the chick as she left. Hold all of my calls. Kiara growled at her secretary. I had to admit, this other side of her totally turned me on. And call housekeeping. Tell them I need my floors cleaned. She was a bossy bitch like that. I heard things about Kiara, about how before we got together, she liked to throw her weight around, being that she was a big-time lawyer and shit. I liked the challenge, though. Seeing her all worked up made my dick nice and hard. As I followed her back into the office, I saw the destruction. Papers strewn everywhere, and a chair was turned over. Watch your step, Kiara warned. That bitch spit on my floor. As I looked down, I could see the glob of saliva she was talking about. Yo, what the fuck was that about? I asked Kiara. It's a long story, oh. She responded, and I could hear the fatigue in her voice. My baby was tired, and as her man, this was my time to figure out what was hurting her and fix it. My pockets depended on it. See, I ain't got nothing but time for you. I meant that. Money was time, and for me, Kiara was a pile of money. So listening to her was a win-win for me. It's just some residual shit from Dwayne, she said. Hearing his name made me want to throw up. I was so damn tired of hearing about that nigga. Even when he was alive, I didn't like his bitch ass. But now that nigga was dead, and I hated hearing his name even more. But I didn't tell her that. Oh, baby, come here. I said, pulling her close as she started crying. She started rambling about Dwayne and this chick and how the bitch screwed up her life. Baby, you gotta let that shit go, I tried to reassure her. I can't. The way he fucked me over is gonna be in my soul forever, she cried. I kept patting her shoulder, wishing I could have waited until she got off to get this money. I ain't had time for this shit. Nah, girl, you can't be like that. We were supposed to be walking down the aisle in less than a month, and here you are pouting about some ratchet-ass bitch. She laughed at that. We've done this almost every week since we got together. She would cry about her ex, something that she never knew about him or some new event. Then I would console her, give her some good dick, and get paid. It was like I was a gigolo or some shit. But when you get a bitch with money like Kiara, you can't let her go. That was Dwayne's mistake, and he paid for it. I'm nothing like him. First of all, I don't fuck with just anybody, and I let hoes know up front what I'm about. Come here, baby. Let me take your mind off of things. I said as I pulled back Kiara's jacket, and then I saw it. A bright red circle on her neck that definitely wasn't there this morning. But now I see it with a bullseye. The passion mark is glowing at me. No, baby, I got to get ready for a meeting, Kiara said. She never shied away from sex with me, and her office was her favorite time. But now she was fumbling around, picking up the chair, pulling at her jacket tight around her neck. I wanted to laugh at her, seeing her fumbling with papers on her desk, trying to avoid eye contact with me, and yet and still, I played the game. Aw, oh, baby, come on. I thought you liked getting it on in your office. 
I've kept my smile and perfect white teeth thanks to my old bitch with a great dental plan. New sparkling white veneers that put something extra on the charm I was already throwing at her. If she only knew what I was thinking. Yeah, but I, I have a meeting, Kiara said. She was lying. Her receptionist already told me she was free for the afternoon. In my old life, I would have slapped the shit out of her. But I was wiser now. I knew how to treat a grimy bitch like Kiara. But you're a partner, I said. Meetings don't get started until you get there, right? Yeah, baby, but I gotta still do my job. She said as she reached in her desk and pulled out an envelope. I was thinking, Kiara said, I want to contribute to that idea you had about expanding the business. What? She may have thought it was her idea. I've been dropping subtle hints for weeks now. Yeah, I think I should invest in you, like how you have in me, she said. Flipping over the envelope, the $100 bills were crisp, like they were fresh from the bank. Seeing all the purple marks to sign the new hundreds made my dick hard. Baby, thank you. Most men would have said they don't take money from their lady. Well, if she was a lady, I would have agreed. The chick in front of me was nothing but a bitch, and I had her card already figured out. Plus, my mama always taught me never to turn down shit but my collar. So you take that and buy the extra equipment and machines you need, Kiara said. Baby, we got to go out and celebrate this. I got to get some work done, and you know the baby has been sick, so excuses, excuses. Something was up, but only if she knew I didn't give a damn just as long as she kept dropping this money on me. Well, I ain't damn boo, I said, letting her off the hook. I'll just call you when I get home from the club. Okay, I love you. I love you, too. I said it because I meant it. I did love Kiara Lawrence, but what I loved about her was the way she was a go-getter, how she had a high credit score, how she gave away her money and hooked a nigga up, and now she was bringing me to the next level. I love all that shit about her. Everything else didn't matter. All right, boo, let me let you go so you can get to that meeting, I said. She looked at me confused for a second, but then she sprang back into her lie. Oh, yeah, right. Let me get things together so I can get to the conference room. She said, all right, then, boo, call you later. I didn't give a fuck what she was up to. Walking out of her office, I felt like a million bucks. By the size of the stack, it looked like $20,000 was in this envelope. Outside, it was like the sun was shining for me. And to think, five years ago today, I was sitting in a prison wishing I could be here. Now I was out, a business owner with my own car and crib, and most of all, I had a bad bitch by my side who was willing to drop legal cash on me. I wasn't letting her go. I didn't give a damn what she did. And because of that, I proposed her ass. And we're getting married in a little less than a month. I was damn near floating as I walked to my car. But a phone call brought me back down. The name on the screen said Don. But it might as well have said bitch from hell. Hello? Hey, boo. I bit my tongue to keep from yelling. What'd I tell you about calling me that? What? Yeah, bitch. There were some women you had to treat with love and care. Others, you called them all kind of shit to make them behave. Dawn was the latter type. She needed to be put in her place or else she was going to talk crazy. Bitch, who you calling? Listen here. I told you not to fucking call me until you were ready to do what was right. But an abortion, Orlando? I can't do that. 
you can do whatever the fuck I tell you to do unless you want to have this baby alone. I didn't have no kids, and I had it that way for a reason. And having a little gremlin by this bitch while I'm trying to get married is going to fuck up my money situation, and that's something I can't have. But I, I really want to be with you, she pleaded. It was the same words they all said. Bitch, if you say that one more time, I'm going to hang up. You're married, remember? I'm not fucking saving you from that. But, but shit, I got a woman, you know that. I could hear her sniffling through the phone. Tears probably fell down her face, but I didn't give a fuck. Starting up the car, I didn't say a word. I just listened for a few minutes. <laughs> Look, you're married and I'm in a relationship. Stop fooling yourself. We can't do this long-term shit. She took deep breaths trying to calm down. But in my defense, I don't like the lie to these hoes. I tell them the truth. They just choose not to believe it. But how am I going to do this? She said. Just go to work like usual. Take off to do the procedure, get it done, and go home. Tell him you're not feeling well. It was easy to me. I just just want us to be together. Don continued. If I'm leaving him, why can't we start our family now? She was talking crazy. Yo, come by the club tonight and get this money. I'm not going to tell you again. I'm not going to have no kids right now. It was simple to me. I didn't care how many times I had to say it to this broad. I wasn't fucking up what I had going. (sighs) Okay, I'll be there. That's my girl. I love you. I looked at my phone like she was speaking another language. Without hesitating, I hit the end button. There was nothing I loved about that bitch, not even her pussy. And once she aborted this baby, I'd be done with her ass for good. The only bitch I wanted in my life was Kiera, and I barely wanted her. Luckily, she paid like she weighed, and to me, money was better than love. At least I had never been stabbed in the back by a dollar bill. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Soleil. Make sure you share, subscribe, and comment, and let me know what you think about the podcast. Thanks for listening.